Why, hello there, and welcome to the Urban Health Podcast, keeping busy people healthy with our time-conscious solutions brought together in one place, the Urban Health Method. I'm Stephanie Webster. I'm a nutritional therapist on Harley Street, London, specialising in fat loss, gut health, and hormone optimization therapy for the over 40s. Now, when people come on their health journey, they become interested in health because they're not well for some reason. They've either put on weight or maybe they have low energy, bloating, can't sleep, whatever it is. They make the decision to start looking after themselves better and they change their diet and their habits and their lifestyle. But sometimes the issues can still remain. So this requires further investigation. And this is where taking a test can become very useful. Maybe a vitamin deficiency test or an allergy intolerance test, a blood test, maybe a DNA test. So I like using Nordic Laboratories because they have some outstanding tests which we're going to discuss today with Dr. Lee. <laughs> Hi, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. So, Dr. Shania Lee is a qualified registered doctor of homeopathy and a practitioner support at Nordic UK. So practitioners will call and ask her for her advice when we're calling the lab for results and advice. She uses integrative complementary medicine focusing on hair tissue mineral analysis, DNA analysis, homeopathy and functional medicine. Her areas of interest include hormones and detoxification, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, infertility, mood disorders, immune and stress disorders. So thank you so much for coming on to the show. It's my pleasure. There's not much you're not interested in. <laughs> uh, someone asked me the other day what I specialize in, and I said I specialize in generalism, looking at the whole body. <laughs> I like that a lot. Everything, yep. <laughs> and you have a beautiful phrase, making sick people better, keeping yep. healthy people healthy. That's the thing, hey, we want to keep those healthy people healthy, absolutely. So tell us a bit about you and what drew you to the healthcare profession, because you're so passionate and loving and caring and studious and accurate and I just love it. Oh thank you yeah it's a long story but it starts when I was about 12 when I got seriously sick kind of like what I think you were talking about earlier I just couldn't wake up in the morning felt like I was made out of lead and went to a normal GP got all sorts of medications and just got worse and worse and worse and then I went to an alternative practitioner and got better within two weeks oh. so that was the the planting of the seed and I went straight from school into varsity did my six-year degree in homeopathy and from then on it's just been growing as a practitioner so yeah I got introduced to functional medicine in 2008 and haven't looked back since mm -hmm. yeah I really love functional medicine it offers a lot of uh, solutions that general medicine doesn't provide. It makes sense. And when it comes to homeopathy, some people listening to this say, oh, homeopathy, that's mm. a bit. And uh, So why does homeopathy have uh, a need for a PR uh, uh, improvement? So w why do some people love homeopathy? Some people think it's a load of rubbish. So w w what's your take on that? I'm guessing the ones who say it's a load of rubbish haven't tried it properly. Um, but yeah, I don't just practice functional homeopathy. I do everything complementary so it's nutrition mm -hmm. phytotherapy functional medicine etc so homeopathy is just one of my modalities mm -hmm. it's where I got my medical training but it's just one thing I use if somebody comes to me and they're very anti-homeopathy I would use it on them mm -hmm. but I'm more than happy to try mm -hmm. and that's what I love I love the fact that you're you, we we don't impose the therapy on the client absolutely the, not the yeah. client 
has their own opinion of what they want to be done to their body. And there are many ways to, to treat a person. Many modalities can come into a functional approach, including general practice. Uh -huh. So I work with a lot of functional doctors who are general practice orientated, but they've seen the light and they understand that there's a root cause. <laughs> so functional medicine is a, is a thinking paradigm. It's not a treating paradigm. It's finding that root cause and then treating it however you're trained to treat it. Uh -huh. So my training is integrative, complementary. GP's training is general practice, Western medicine. Uh -huh. doesn't mean they can't integrate now, which is even better. The practices that I, I worked in in South Africa were all integrative. I worked alongside my GPs, not antagonistically to them, which, uh -huh. was, which was a blessing. Uh -huh. More of that needs to happen here. I agree, and I love it when a client comes to me and they've got blood tests, they've got scans, and I've ended up in WhatsApp groups with... Uh, the different uh, practitioners that the, the, the patient is seeing. so Because yeah. uh, I think it's really important that everybody communicates. So if there's, there's one patient, five people helping that patient, and if we all communicate, then we're all uh, giving that, that patient the, the best thing. Instead of the patient being confused, oh, well, she said this, he said that, and then they have and to... And that happens a lot. It that, does. Because people, when they're desperate, will go to multiple practitioners. Mm -hmm. If those multiple practitioners start speaking to each other, they get better results. Yes, absolutely. So, and it's nice to see the change. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've only been here four years, but I've seen a massive change in the thought patterns of people in this country with regards to complementary alternative integrative medicine. Mm -hmm. So there's more and more practices coming together where... It's okay that you have a nutritional therapist on staff or an acupuncture therapist or something like that to complement your treatments. Uh -huh. It's much better. Yeah, and also make sure that what I'm doing isn't interfering with what somebody else is doing. Absolutely. And, and that, that way we can all get the result that and we want. And now we, that WhatsApp group idea is fantastic. Well, yeah, I'm in, the <laughs> I'm, I'm in the vault. I'm linked and I'm getting all these updates. It makes sense. Yeah. You don't even have to be in the same practice, but as long as you've got a group going, right, we're talking about ex-patients. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I we like just that. need to keep technology uh, to our advantage. It's yeah, fantastic. I'm all about that. So speaking about amazing, so Nordic Labs, let's explain a little bit about why Nordic is outstanding. So you, you, you fell in love uh, at first sight, so just tell us a bit about that. <laughs> so first sight was 2012. When the owner, Chris Moore, stood on stage at a, an Applied Functional Medicine for Clinical Practice seminar, and he spoke about why he, he does what he does with regards to Nordic as a company. Now, it's not a laboratory itself. It's an umbrella company, or you said concierge. I called it a, a laboratory concierge. Yeah, that makes sense. Laboratory concierge. Um, and what he does is he inspects each laboratory, find out which tests they're the best at, and then test them double blind, sends two samples from the same person and checks to see that they come back accurate. And if they don't, they're not under our umbrella anymore. If they do, they stay. But site tests are also very important. There are a couple of really big laboratories in the States that are represented by other companies but not us. And the reason being is that they refuse to have on-site visits. Mm -hmm. And that's a red flag for Chris. He won't, he won't even consider them, mm -hmm. even though some people do. Mm -hmm. So I love it as a practitioner because I can trust the results. Mm -hmm. You know, it's good to know that you're sending stuff it out into the great wide world and you're getting answers as opposed to maybe getting things that aren't necessarily correct. Well, the whole point of, of diagnostic testing is to actually get the answers that you've been looking for. So if exactly. they're not accurate, that's a misdiagnosis, which is costing us a lot of time, money and pain. Precisely. So um, I'm the same with supplement companies yep. and equipment companies. I'm not loyal to any one brand. I'm loyal to my clients. Yep. 
and I will give them the the best supplement that they can, regardless of, of the brand. So, uh, just because uh, you know, I like Higher Nature, I like Solgar, I like Udo's Choice, I like VSL for probiotics, I like Simprove, I like all these different brands, but I don't like the whole range. I just like particular products in that range for either potency or absorbability, and I just pick that and only that. So then yep. you end up with a a box that looks quite different, but. Um, yeah, also, when people ask me what's my favorite brand, I kind of just sit there quiet because I don't have one. No, I don't, I don't have one. <laughs> I'm not loyal to one. I like a lot of them for a lot of different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it's cost even, you mm-hmm. know, like you've got to weigh everything into the equation. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, don't have a favorite either. No, you have to be loyal to your body. Yep. Perfect. So if the body was making this decision, what would they prefer yeah. and sort of... And then, do they have a wallet? But there we are. <laughs> but we have to invest in our health. So, what are your favorite tests? So again, why? I don't, I don't have necessarily one set of favorite tests uh, because I don't, I don't have. When my patients walk in, I don't have a list of tests and go right. You're, you're only having these tests and none of the above. I will listen to the patient, and then we have hundreds of tests. So depending on what, but there are some that I prescribe more often than others. So I'll talk about those. Yeah, let's talk about those. Um, I love Dutch. I love dried urine test of comprehensive hormones. That is, man, is that a, a game changer in the business? It's it's so easy because, it it I mean we we'll, we'll talk specifically about Dutch Plus as opposed to Complete, where it includes saliva for the cortisol as well as the the urinary metabolites. And it's, I like Dutch Plus. I love Dutch Plus. Yeah, that's my I love favorite. Dutch Plus. And somebody, a practitioner, was asking me, quizzing me the other day, why Dutch Plus over the other one? And I said, well. The, the cortisol awakening response needs to come up in the morning. If you're flatlining, that's a sign of a serious problem. And it could even be a sign of autoimmunity lurking. I know, it's crazy. So Dutch Plus rules out all sorts of things or rules in all sorts of things. So I love Dutch Plus. When it comes to stool testing, I have two sets that I like. I like the comprehensive stool analysis by Dr. Starter, and then I like GIMAP for different reasons. Um, the whole blog post on that so we're not going to talk about all of that uh, I love DNA and I'll tell you why because in my own history I had that fatigue come back when I was 28 and I nearly died it was it was like literally in a, in a doctor's room I had no energy and my heart stopped and thankfully I was in the doctor's room pulled me back together and said you basically have to be on chronic medication and with my background I was like that's not ever happening and this was roughly like probably about two months before the very first functional medicine conference came to South Africa in 2008. And this guy stood on the stage. There was me sitting at the back, practically dead from fatigue. And he said, we can now test your genes and your lifestyle and food can influence the expression of these genes. And I thought, this must be it. This must be it. And I didn't have much money at the time. I just said, take all my money. <laughs> and I got the results, didn't know what I was looking at, went and studied it for a couple of years. And when I realized what my results said, they absolutely changed my life. I am 43 now and I'm abundantly energetic. Are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm super. Like, wow. I'm, like the Energizer Bunny now, I can't actually believe that in my 20s, I was crawling around practically dead. And in my 40s, I'm running around walking randomly because I want to. Back then, I wouldn't be able to. And I, I attribute that to the DNA that I did. I was also looking for specific heavy metals because I grew up in a mining town and heavy metals are a big problem. Yeah, I have mercury. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm still working on that. But... Um, 
yeah, without those tests, I would never have found my root cause and I would have died before I was 30. I mean, that's, that's crazy. So, absolutely so I absolutely love these tests. Yeah. So yeah, DNA, I mean, the, the DNA health was the first one that I did. I love DNA health. Yeah, it's great. But recently DNA mind. Yeah. Oh, so wow. we're, we're going to do a podcast specifically on DNA yeah, mind. So we can talk a lot on that. So. That's, that's a lot, isn't yeah. it? That's, a, yeah. that's a really impressive. Especially so, in this country where the prevailing illness of the elderly is dementia and yeah. Alzheimer's. So understanding your neurodegenerative risks and your risk for be, uh, addictive behavior and mood disorders, very important to know your risks. Because you, when you know them, genetically, you can do something about them. You're not doomed to those results. It's not like you are set in stone and not going to move from this. You can. So you can change the way you think. You can take different supplements. You can exercise differently. You can sleep better. Uh-huh. So I, I was recommended Nordic uh, by Kane Leatham, who really uh, rates you and rates your, your DNA testing also. Yeah. And I said, I don't really see the point, Kane, because I'm, I'm not going to improve anything else in my regime. So wh- whatever the results say, I'm, I'm still going to do the same protocol I'm currently on anyway, because it can't be optimized further. But I'm curious and I want to know. But I know that for a lot of people, doing the DNA test can either be scary or it can be a real trigger. Oh, my goodness, I could be, I, I could get cancer. I could get Alzheimer's. I'm going to make this big change now to yeah. my life. It can be a trigger of change. It's, it's very good for that. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a motivator. Well, you say you, don't, you won't change that much, but I can guarantee you really? it's going to be something that you'll find where you're like, oh, ooh, if I just did this little tweak... <laughs> Uh, and what, but what tweaks are left? Oh, oh, I can't wait for your results to come. Really? <laughs> We're going to have so much fun. Oh, we'll have to. I, 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 I don't know what tweak. Like, okay. Yeah. What, that blueberry has to go? What, what, no, no, it's never going to be blueberry having to go. <laughs> it's like vitamin B. Yeah. Some people can take a methylated vitamin B and it is the best thing on earth for them. Other people, you put them near a bottle of vitamin, methylated vitamin B and they go mental. You can tell genetically who's going to do what. Yeah. It's fantastic. So you can look at the genes and you can go, you, you should not be on this particular group of vitamin Bs, but this one would be much better for you and they get better results from it. That's just one example. Yeah. That's just one example. I can't we can blame talk for hours B, on it. You know. Well, we'll find out why. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. So um, I'm very excited. So I've, I've now done all of them, right? I've subscribed to all tests. You have and the results should be ready in just under two weeks. I'm not a very patient patient. Yeah, me neither. I've had to wait for mine too. <laughs> Why do they take so long? Uh, DNA takes a while to, to actually get broken down to the point where it can duplicate and be read. I see. So it's, a, it's just a long process. And I, I mean, it used to take a year, you know, when back in 20, 2003, when they first started the Genome Project, it would take maybe even two years to actually read someone's genome. Now we're down to three weeks, so like... Wow. You cannot complain. I can. No, you can't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, it's fine. It's, it's the first time I have experienced delayed gratification this year. Oh, you do. That's so the problem nice. with functional testing is that they generally take three weeks. So it is, yeah. It's, it's good. Yeah. Why the rush? But in the know? three weeks, that, like as a practitioner, in the three weeks that I've taken the sample and submitted it, I work on foundation stuff. So I work on like eating habits, sleeping habits, etc. Like, so it's not like we don't do anything until the results come in. No. It's always foundation stuff. Yeah. So The yeah. cake has to go. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's fair. I don't remember when I last ate cake. Really? Yeah, I'm not a, not a sweet tooth. Not your thing. No. 
Thankfully. Thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the the other thing I like is let's talk about Dutch Plus. Because, let's okay. talk in, in a bit more detail because that is now mandatory as part of the program. Yeah. So uh, the hormone detail that that goes is just extraordinary. Well, we'll so, look at it and talk through it. Let's do that but, now. And unfortunately, I won't be able to see it. <laughs> well, I'll include a link. Yeah. Also, you can actually include it to the sample report. I will. Brilliant. Let's do that. Okay. So. They have this little picture on the left-hand side, and this is uh, explaining how the results are. And as a visual person, um, I love it because it's little dials. So you can see what's high and what's low. You don't have to look at the numbers. You can, you can see it instantly. Mm-hmm. Um, in this person, their estrogen, estradiol, so that's the more active estrogen, is on the low side of normal. Progesterone is low, uh, which I, probably means she hasn't ovulated. Mm-hmm. And testosterone is low, which is going to affect energy and sex drive. Mm-hmm. Um, if we look at her salivary cortisol pattern, you can see that there is a, it's not a very high rise. That cortisol awakening response isn't, isn't very, it's not going up mm-hmm. like such. It should go right up. This is the better angle that it should be at, and it's almost flatlined. So this, if this is a case of someone who has an autoimmune condition, I would be concerned about a potential relapse coming on soon if they weren't already in it. Mm-hmm. We can look at the cortisol. You can see a daily free cortisol is perfect. Metabolized cortisol is a little bit on the high side. So what that basically means is her adrenals are actually pushing out quite a lot more than what her body is allowing to be active. Okay, so she's, although she might present with adrenal fatigue, she's not adrenally fatigued. She's got other issues going on, probably inflammation or something like that. Again, I would look for autoimmunity here. Okay, so, I'm just going to jump past all the numbers because otherwise we'll be here all day. So from an autoimmune point of view, so uh, my clients that come to see me because I have ulcerative colitis, oh, yeah. autoimmune disease, so this would give you an indication of whether you're just about to come to a flare-up or not. Absolutely, or if they're in the active flare-up. You need that cortisol awakening response to go up instantly. Like within half an hour, that cortisol needs to be at its peak. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they've broken it down again into pictures. Here is your mother hormone pregnenolone going into progesterone and testosterone on this side. So DHEA, DHEA is testosterone. Um, So you can see low testosterone, low DHEA is, which means that she's liver's not functioning all that great. Um, I pay attention to that. Probably not ovulating. So low progesterone is an indicator of the fact that ovulation didn't happen. You can see there's very low E1, E2 is low, E3, very high. E3 is the least active out of all of them. So let's see how she's breaking them down. Can we just talk about DHEA for a second? Yeah, sure. So DHEA is so undervalued, uh, yeah. I find. We just focus on testosterone and stuff. So I, I, I really like DHEA. It's a wonderful hormone. Do you yeah. like supplementing it? Uh, it depends on the person. Sometimes supplementing it can push testosterone too high and they get acne. Uh, so it really depends on the person. Mm-hmm. Mm. And do you like? Could be my answer for everything, probably. <laughs> no, of course, it, it, that is true. And do you, is there a particular brand that you like, or not in particular? Uh, in this country, I haven't found a brand that I like. I usually refer to a bioidentical practitioner at that point. Mm-hmm. So that's then passing the buck. Okay. Um, nice visual here is the the green arrow is is the CYP1A1 pathway. So this is the phase one detoxification pathway that is protective. Green is good, 
Blue is not good, not bad. If it's high like this, it'll give you all the symptoms of PMS. So even though she's not that high in, in estrogen, she's probably feeling pretty moody. <laughs> Maybe even got sore breasts at that point. This red one is the dangerous one. It's the CYP1B1. And we, we check these in, in the DNA as well. So we can actually check to see if you've got the genetic predispositions. And then this would be checking the expression. Luckily, she's not too high there. We want this pathway to be high and it's not. So then we look at her diet. Okay, we look at methylation as a process, this to methylation. This is also a gene that we look at. And you'll see methylation activity, which is a very important uh, biological process, is on the low side. So we, we test methylation in the genetics. We test the expression here. And we combine the two to get the best answers for the person. Amazing. There's more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Just very quickly on cortisol and cortisone. Cortisone is the inactive cortisol, and it's made inactive by an enzyme in the in the kidneys. So if this is happening, uh, you you need to slow that enzyme down, and uh, something like licorice tends to help these people. It's a fantastic test. We can go on for hours. Next, we have got the the organic acids, so we can see her B12, B6 markers, we can see if she needs glutathione, we can see if dopamine and, and adrenaline are being metabolized correctly, if she's got enough melatonin, and most importantly, this oxidative stress, this 8-hydroxydeoxyguanosine, this is a marker of DNA damage. It's above range in this person. So this test is amazing, and I use it uh, with all of my clients. Yeah, good. And how do you feel this helps them assess the fat-burning, muscle-building potential for optimum body composition. So if you're looking at fat and optimal body composition, stress, cortisol, obviously plays a role in whether you are, because it's a it, glucocorticoid. It'll make sugar even if you're not eating it. So if you're, if you're stressed and you're getting that stomach around your waist, you've got to deal with the stress. This will tell you exactly how you're dealing with your stress. And then there's the testosterone and DHEA, which is your muscles, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Estrogen is also prolific. If you're very high in estrogen, you're going to have a fat bum and fat boobs. That's just what estrogen does. It's just a fact. It's just a fact. It is a fact. It's not opinion, it's fact. <laughs> it's fact. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep. So I love this test because it really helps us plan a, a more prescriptive fat loss. Tailor-made. Tailor-made. It's patient patient-centered practical advice. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's talk about the CSAP test, which is amazing for ulcerative colitis, gut issues, IBS. Yeah. Let's talk about that and how it defers to GI map. So I use both, but when I'm looking for IBS uh, versus IBD, um, I'm going to pull up an example as well. If, I can. if not, then I'll leave it. Um, CSAP has markers in it that, that can literally differentiate whether the person has IBS or IBD. GI map has good markers for looking more for infectious things. So where I'll use GI map is uh, virulence factors of H. pylori, and people might disagree with me here. They might use it differently, but this is how I use it. And uh, if, a, if a woman is estrogen dominant, which you might find under the, the Dutch test, then I would look for an enzyme called beta-glucuronidase uh, that deconjugates the estrogen in the gut. Uh, for CSAP, it's you're getting the, the microbiology, so you're getting all the same stuff. Also the genetics, the PCR, which is what GIMF does. So you get the aerobic growth, you get the PCR, you get all the markers of inflammation and digestion. 
I like it as a full rounded test. But like I said, I use both depending on the case. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And for what you said cortisol earlier and norepinephrine, and, and, and there's a lot of adrenal burnout. Or there's a lot of diagnosed adrenal burnout. It might not even be adrenal burnout, like it just showed you in this case. Mm-hmm. That, that adrenal gland is pumping out adrenaline uh-huh. and, a, and cortisol. Uh-huh. Um, if you were to stimulate it even more, you would push that person into a problem. Uh, what you need to do is look at what's, what's causing the, the, the output to be high and the metabolism to be high. There, there are reasons for that. So you look for the reason. So what test is outstanding for that? Dutch. Dutch. Dutch <laughs> adrenal. Dutch. Yeah. Or Dutch cortisol awakening response. I love that yeah, one. Yeah, absolutely. And so for vitamin and mineral deficiencies? Um, so I like the ion profile mm-hmm. um, or Nutribol. And as practitioners, you either gel with one or the other. They, they're both really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently just did an ion on myself. Love the information. Love it. So like, right, this is what you need. <laughs> mm-hmm. No questions. I love it. Yeah, down to the molecule. You know, it's nice. fantastic. I love that. I love, I love having it. answers on paper. I love. I love nerding out. With yeah, stuff. me too. Geeking out for hours. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but most patients aren't really this interested. Yeah, some well, are. And that's a, fine. There's a variety of yeah. them. Some want to. Okay. Some want to have all the tests done. Others are just not interested. But yeah. Some of you just want to know which switch flicks the light on and others want to know electricity and that's okay. I'm happy with all of that. But if you do want to nerd out, you can join us and we're having a bit (laughs) of a nerd party. Okay. And what about allergies and intolerances, which is my final question. Right. So I use Immunolab, also under Nordic. Um, It comes back with the best reproducibility, which for an IgG test is rare. A lot of them are not reproducible for many reasons. We can go into the science of IgG differently on another day. But a lot of them are not reproducible. It doesn't mean that they're not good tests because they still get people to think about uh, the food that they're eating. But I like reproducibility. Yeah. So I use immunolabs. So from a body composition point of view, fat loss, muscle building, optimal body, are there any other tests that you feel my patients should consider? Yeah. DNA sport. Yeah. DNA diet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, those would be, I'd say, the, the top of my list. Yeah, DNA sport, DNA diet. You're already doing the Dutch Plus. Yep. And, yeah, I just think it's an outstanding suite of it is. tests. And everything gets, gets done in one profile. It's really easy to use. Yeah, and it's a real report, and it actually gives diagnostics, and, and yep. you can come back and get your complete interpretation and we've always got you to hand yeah absolutely thank you so much for coming on to the show it's my pleasure anytime how do we get in touch with you personally and how do we get in touch with the lab what are the details so i've got an email address mm-hmm. um it's s-l-e-e at nordicgroup.eu uh, so people are welcome to email me uh, they can also go onto a nordic lab site and phone the office of whichever the country they're in because i don't know if your listeners are only london-based or worldwide but nordic's worldwide so um, they can phone the local office. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And you have your own site? I have my own site, which is called radiantbalance.co.uk. Lovely. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on to the show. It's my pleasure. Thank you all for listening to the Urban Health Podcast, keeping busy people healthy. Get tested, get healthy.